We're now going on month two of me not having a couch in my apartment because I cannot find one that'll fit through the stairwell in my building. But that's neither here nor there. It's Thursday, February 3rd. I'm Jacob Cohen, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Show. Every day, we're going to give you a short and sweet breakdown of some of our favorite business and tech stories from the newsletter. And a few times a week, we're going to bring on some guests to do a little bit of a deeper dive. Today, we're going to talk about the economics of 15-minute grocery deliveries and all kinds of other developments and numbers from around the news. But first, Alphabet, Google's parent firm, dropped its latest earnings report this week. And I will say this, big tech does not fail to live up to its name. Alphabet's revenue in 2021 hit a record $257 billion, which was a gain of 41% year over year. That's the company's fastest annual growth rate since 2007. COVID definitely helped, but still, wild, wild stuff. But let's talk about YouTube specifically. Google acquired YouTube for just under $1.7 billion in 2006. And for the latest quarter, YouTube ads brought in over $8.5 billion which puts it at an annualized run rate of something like $34 billion, and for the first time, it outpaces Netflix. Now, why is this interesting? It's interesting because YouTube is usually left out of the streaming wars conversation, despite being a place where people happen to stream a whole lot of videos. In 2020, the average Android user spent 23 hours a month on YouTube, which is like just about two weeks of their entire year spent solely on YouTube. Meanwhile, YouTube itself has more active users, 2.3 billion, than any social site other than Zook Daddy's Facebook. And it's the second biggest search engine in the world. You can guess the first. Bottom line, Google and YouTube specifically are growing faster than ever before. GoPuff, DoorDash, Gorillas, Joker, Getter, Bike. Those may sound like Pokemon. But Pokemon don't lose money delivering groceries. So these are companies that promise near-instant grocery deliveries, like I'm talking half an hour or less. And they've raised almost $6 billion in venture capital money since 2020. But the economics are a little sketchy at best. For example, last year, one of these companies, Fridge No More, it's an interesting name, Fridge No More was losing over $3 per order, excluding excluding the $70 it was spending to acquire each customer. (laughs) You don't need to be an economist to see how the math doesn't work out so well there. So to deliver groceries quickly, you really need three things. You need hyper-local warehouses. You need instant or near-instant access to labor. And ideally, you need high-value, non-perishable products. One insider was telling the Wall Street Journal, you know, if it's a toothbrush and a banana, it ain't going to work. The return is just not there. So what's the idea here? The idea is that with enough scale and the right items, some of these companies could turn a profit. Unfortunately, it's likely many will turn out like Cosmo, which tried to do this one-hour delivery thing back in 2000, raised over $200 million to do it, but shut its doors in 2001. Bottom line, in the 15-minute delivery space, it's a pretty safe bet to expect companies to be joining forces in the years to come. And everyone's favorite thing, to see prices go up. All right, what else is going on? Well, real estate in the metaverse is booming, though I definitely don't recommend investing in it. A new report showed metaverse real estate topped $500 million in sales in 2021, 
primarily focused around the big four platforms like Sandbox, Decentraland, CryptoVoxels, Insomnium. We're not even sure what the metaverse really is yet, and we're already seeing real estate firms pop up there. Expect 2022 to be a year a lot of money is made and lost in this space. SeaWorld wants to see more of the world. The company wants to buy Cedar Fair, which is the operator of 13 amusement parks, for about $3.4 billion. Adding Cedar Fair's parks would diversify SeaWorld's brand away from animal attractions, which, as we know well, are losing popularity. What else is going on? Meditation app Calm acquired healthcare tech company Ripple Health Group. Ripple is now going to build Calm Health to replace Calm for Business, which is Calm's employer offering. You know, I would love to visit Calm's headquarters one day. I feel like I would just walk into an entire floor of salespeople doing yoga, and that's just got to be a sight to see. India is getting into the crypto game with plans to launch a digital rupee and a 30% tax on income from digital assets. A recent survey from Deloitte found that over 80% of Indians plan to invest in cryptocurrency once the government provides more clarity surrounding the regulation of crypto assets, which is what it's now doing. So proponents see this as a fantastic opportunity for crypto adoption, given well over a billion people live in India. Although I, I will say I feel like that Over 80% of Indians planning to invest in crypto sounds a little high, but I would love to be proven wrong. So we'll see what happens. What else is going on? Google Messages released iMessage reaction emojis for Android users, which will show the reactions as emojis on the message, similar to how it appears on an iPhone rather than as a text. If you've experienced this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is extremely annoying when someone from Android reacts to an iMessage emoji and vice versa. It just doesn't work well. This is hopefully going to fix that a bit. If you, if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> Crisis Text Line, a nonprofit that provides mental health support through text. Perhaps you've heard of it. Announced it will stop sharing data with its for-profit spinoff, Loris AI. After catching widespread criticism for the practice, seems like a wise decision, and you could say, crisis averted. And bada bing, bada boom, that's it, folks. Thanks for joining us today. For more on the Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, check out our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our behind-the-scenes maestros, Darren and Matt. I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to The Hustle Daily Show, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.